0: Hi there, I'm Benjamin Light.
1: And I am Marco Sparks.
0: And welcome to another episode of Bros Watch PLL two. We uh yeah, we're just killing some time, waiting for the new season to start. We're gonna revisit S three E9, the con game. Mm-hmm. Marco's favorite episode. Um uh, I
1: don't know if I'd say favorite, but goddamn I love this episode.
0: This episode is totally your jam. It has like everything you love about PLL in it. It really does. <laughs> written by elijah braz directed by wendy Stansler.
1: wendy Stansler is now doing like episodes of the arrow and mm-hmm. uh you're the worst i noticed um so pre- w- previously where are we in the show now like cc's been introduced obviously this is after mrs Arya. you're not a killer you're, you're a killer not ezra's wife this is after hannah's like kissed Ren- and- but what
0: did maya know
1: Uh, I love this episode is like a Viking funeral to the Maya relationship without resorting to like a Nate St. Germain
0: appearance. That's right. He's not in this episode. Yeah, it's a fucking joy. I didn't miss him. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) But you know who else isn't in this episode? Toby. Me. I've actually been kind of worried that I'm like not going to be able to do the Toby voice because I haven't done it in so long.
1: Do you want to just.
0: Spencer? I'm losing my voice.
1: Well, you know, who knows what can happen in five years?
0: I've just been spending a lot of time on Reddit shit posting about Marlene. I guess I still got it. Uh, <laughs> once don't... again, the suggestion is always is to uh, have a few drinks while you watch this episode. Oh, this episode so... I wish I was having a few drinks. This is weird recording this 12 hours before or after or whatever, you know, 12 hours off when you usually record it. It's like early afternoon right now mm-hmm. i normally record this shows in the middle of the night so i'm gonna try yeah. to bring the energy here got my coffee no booze sorry
1: you wanna make that coffee irish
0: no i gotta drive later
1: okay so should we start should we, should we get rid of the rust and uh
0: yeah kick off the rest and uh speaking of coffee it's the brew mm-hmm. team spar yeah somebody obviously not emily because emily doesn't work somebody's making coffee here Teen Sparia stroll up, and I mean, I before we even talk about anything, we gotta talk about these outfits. Arya
1: wearing her infamous ribcage shirt,
0: like skeleton ribcage over a golden heart mm-hmm. on a black shirt, mm-hmm. with like kind of like a shiny golden tank top underneath that. Mm-hmm. And then she's wearing, I think, is what's called a mantle in like armory terms. Uh mm. It's like a like neck chainmail around Mm -hmm. her uh, neck some sort of necklace well she's got
1: like 20 pounds of
0: beads on her wrists Mm -hmm. Um, only the one wrist though that's yeah yeah
1: i feel like that's like in like the supernatural fighting version of this like that turns into some kind of like demonic whip that she oh yeah smacks at her opponents and you you Uh, can't
0: totally see but her pants are like these like super tight like white Pants with like big thick uh, black stripes down the sides, or Mm. they—they look like they're out of like Star Wars or something.
1: Put like a like a drunken drunken splash of like rainbow colors in her hair, and this is basically a Harley Quinn outfit.
0: Getting there, yeah. I mean, but also
1: it's it's fitting that Aria is wearing this in this episode that we're going back and revisiting because we're
0: recording this the day after Halloween. (laughs) She's already
1: (laughs) wearing her costume.
0: Yeah, it's no big banana peel. Spencer, meanwhile. Is that a maternity uh blouse or something that she has on it? It looks like it looks like it's designed for breastfeeding. It like it, ha, am I wrong? That's some weird fan fiction. <laughs> oh no, it's like it has this like little weird little thing where it looks like you can like unbutton like one of the you know like sides of the chest there and just like open it up to like breastfeed or something like that. I don't know. Well, maybe that's a style.
1: So, so maybe she got this from like Melissa's closet?
0: Mm, maybe.
1: And then she, she's like, this is convenient. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I dig it.
1: I was to school and nobody stopped me.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, she is a little out of sorts. Uh, what's going on right now? Uh, she's got like a crumpled middle envelope and Ari is waving her phone around. just like shoving it in Spencer's face. And Ari says, OK, I understand you're really upset right now, but you keep, can you please just look at this. And she's showing the photo. It's from Maya's like awful blog. It's that, like, Fight Club tattoo. Or you know, wrist stamp. Same thing. Okay. Uh, you know, because Holden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Arya, by the way, still has a Blackberry here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Arya says, it's a photo of Maya. And Spencer's basically like, no shit. You know, I saw it. And Arya's like, I found it on her website last night, Spence. Look, there's a stamp on her wrist that matches the one Emily remembers from that night. Holden really did see her there. And Spencer's just like, yep. That fucking speaks. point."
1: That yup speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. That yup says, cool
0: it. Says, what is your fucking point, little woman? And Arya says, Why are you not all go-go gadget about this? This is big. This is a real link between Maya and that night. Look. like shoving the phone in Spencer's face. Spencer just like takes the phone and sets it on the counter.
1: Mm-hmm. It's time to get real with the Shusher, the OG Shusher. Spencer's like,
0: Arya, I can't
1: do this anymore, okay? I cannot keep running around looking for clues. I can't spend hours hacking into websites. Five days ago, I literally forgot to apply to colleges. Do you get that? <laughs> just then the uh, the barista brings their coffees and they're both like, thanks. They're
0: empty coffee cups. Yeah. Yes. She
1: so goes with the coffees. They walk over to the, the nook. Aria forgets her phone. It's she still just leaves it there. Yeah. Spencer sits on the couch as Aria stands over and like pep talks her. Pep talk like, pressures her. Spencer's just like, first I drive Toby out of town and now this. And Aria's like, Hey, it was just the early admissions deadline. You can still get in. It's going to be okay. It's just like UPenn has been my dream school since I was eight, Aria. And yesterday I found my dream crumpled up in the bottom of a bag underneath my AP French and my physics homeworks, Which, by the way, I got a B on. A B. A no, B. Everything <laughs> is not going to be okay. And Aria has the greatest low-key, like, Fuck this chick's problems away way of drinking her coffee. Arya
0: it's like she's really trying not to roll her eyes. Yes. It's like yes. it's a, a huge struggle.
1: Spencer says, I'm dropping my Velma act. From now on, I'm Daphne because I've got a boyfriend to get back and I have a college to get into, which so much to <laughs> unpack there.
0: it's like I think you're confusing which scooby doo character you would have gotten in would have gotten into an Ivy League. And both <laughs> Velma and Daphne solve crime. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't challenge Arya on Hannah Barbera. Like, just step off
1: meanwhile the woman in question Cece, has entered the brew in the background she's at the counter and she finds aria's phone and she's mm. like what's this <laughs> and so okay, aria is still like pep belittling spencer's concerns um and after telling her how it is aria gives spencer a reassuring and condescending pat on the shoulder and sits beside her side her.
0: that's totally condescending that's a little you know that's a little scary. real
1: uh, and then Cece walks over. She's cheerful as the sun's early rays. And she's like, morning, ladies. This belonged to one of you. And she holds up the phone. Aria quickly jumps up. and, and grabs snatches
0: it. it away, like immediately.
1: It's like, are, are you gonna? Are they going to claim that, like, Aria, just some part of her always knew there was something sketchy about Cece?
0: I think she did. Uh, I mean, Aria, she's like, yeah, that's my thanks. Like, is, especially, you-, you know, knowing who Cece is. And Cece's like, sure. I mean, my only conclusion here is that Aria's A.
1: Yeah, this is uh before Arya like poured a whole bottle of wine on like the carpet of the uh diva dish. <laughs> um, so Cece's like sure, and she sees a brochure or whatever on the coffee table in front of them. She's like, "You, Pen, who's applying?" And so i just like, "Not me,
0: cause I'm going to community college." She's like this whiny Spencer sneer. Well, you know, it's funny you were saying you didn't think Cece stood out as possibly being an a in this episode. To me, she no, like, no, no, stands out like a red red th- uh, sore thumb.
1: I think she stands out too much. Hmm. I, I mean, think that but, was
0: the, I think that was almost the idea. They were going to like, they fooled you before by never hinting at Mona. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to fool you by making yeah. it obvious and they're then like it pulling it you. back. Yeah. Cause but it's like, CC's like it's, she's very subtly constantly trying to get more information from the liars. Like she's constantly trying to like get them to tell her stuff.
1: But she's also, and we talked about this many times in the podcast, like vanessa ray is one of those actors that you would love to see like do the big reveal do the big speech which i thought she was fantastic and came over but uh like at this point in the show i remember thinking like the show is so brilliant because it has these like amazing tertiary characters like noel Kahn and (laughs) Cece drake and like putting them in the same episode and not even like at each other or whatever they're just they're fantastic but um that, that line reading by Troy, like, clearly goes in the pantheon of the greatest
0: ever. <laughs> so I'm going to community college.
1: And is like, she just missed the early admissions deadline. Cece's like, hey, you don't need early admissions. You're a Hastings. If I can get in, you can get in. Which, Seriously.
0: Knowing what we know now. <laughs> Seriously. That seems fair. Yeah. Spencer's like, you went to UPenn? And Cece's like, okay, dial down the shock. And Spencer says, no, no, it's just that you if you went... Maybe you know somebody that I can talk to about my application, like a dean or a professor, a janitor even. And Cece's like, well, there is this party tonight. Um, some people I haven't seen since high school. This guy, uh, Steven, is supposed to be there. Last I heard, he got a job working for admissions after he graduated. I mean, she this is totally made up, right?
1: She hasn't seen them since high school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is why he didn't get into UPenn, Spencer. Yeah. Spencer's just like, at UPenn? She's like, yeah. Spencer's like that is great that is awesome can we please go talk to him I can just bring my application and CC's like yeah I wasn't really planning on going it's not really my scene like she's just she's dangling exactly what Spencer wants in front of her and then Mm -hmm. it's just like yeah you know whatever it's so manipulative Mm -hmm. she loves it yeah Spencer just gives her the crazy eyes CC's like oh you're not gonna stop staring at me with like a lost puppy until I say yes are you and I like how Spencer she just very earnestly shakes her head it's adorable I Cici. like
1: to think that this is when Cece, like, when the dollhouse occurred to her.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Cece says, uh, fine, we'll go. Meet me at 7 outside the boutique. And Spencer's like, thank you so much. Uh, CC says, okay, bye, lovely. And Ari's like, bye. Spencer thanks her. And Ari kind of leans over, like, playfully nudging Spencer. There's so much teen Sparry in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, well, if you just got their wish, Cinderella. Spencer's like, you're going to come too, right? And Ari's like, mm, negative. I had to go talk to Ezra after school. It's totally putting the brakes on Team Sparty there. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Ari, Ari then just stares forward despondently. Spencer's just like, "Uh oh."
0: The comedic timing of
1: the actors in this opening opening mm-hmm. scene is just like off the fucking walls. Good. Also, this is like I want to say the most per capita pop culture references in PLL.
0: What, like Cinderella,
1: Cinderella, Scooby Doo, Go Go Gadget? I mean, Those are
0: all like old references, though. Still. They're not, like, forcing in, like, a Justin Bieber reference.
1: Um, Caleb would understand the Bieber. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, then Hannah's house. We see the exterior shot, which we haven't seen in a long time, I think. Um, and I want to say this is, like, like this is, like, maybe the last time they've done something with, like, the exterior to Hannah's house up until, like, when Hannah broke up with Travis.
0: Um, probably. I don't know. I mean... Um, a lot so of episodes in between the cop so, car out front. That's the main feature there.
1: Yeah, we see a cop car parked out front. Uh, you know, knowing what we know now. Speaking of CC, mm-hmm. Officer Barry Maple is over. He's in the foyer talking to Ashley, and he's like, "Sorry to bother you this early, Mrs. Marin." And she's like, "Mrs. Marin, that doesn't sound good." He's like, hand home?" And she's like, he's, well, she's he's speaking
0: like so softly."
1: Yeah, yeah, very matter of fact. Uh, the the smooth Barry is not here right now uh she's like she's getting ready for school what's going on he's like the judge signed the court order the department now has the legal authority to compel hannah to provide a blood sample and he hands the paperwork over and now she's just like barry and he's like the sample will be tested to see if it's a match for blood found anglet blonde and alice which is like he's giving her a lot of information <laughs> and she's like lower your voice and he he's kind of practically
0: upstairs. whispering already ashley
1: yeah uh the glances upstairs he's like hannah has five days to comply mrs marin you know how to reach us and he walks out Yeah, she does Allison or uh, Ashley sets the door behind him, and we hear Hannah calling up upstairs. It's like, have you seen my hairbrush? And she's like, uh, check the bottom drawer. And then Ashley goes over purse, grabs Why would the hairbrush
0: be in the bottom drawer? Like, who would do that?
1: What was the one where it was like uh, in season five? It was like bath salts. Yeah, like Allison got to use the good basalts.
0: I've been asking you to use those for months. Yeah.
1: So uh, she, call- it's her phone. she calls somebody. We hear a woman say, Good morning, Hastings and Reedman. Um, it's funny that we did not know that Larry Riemann was Veronica's law partner way back when. I uh, don't
0: think we picked that up. No, I, I intentionally didn't go and listen to our old episode on this. Cause I don't want to like repeat myself or anything, but also uh,
1: cause I'm afraid to hear it. Um, yeah. well the
0: music in this scene, it's like, they're really punching up like the super dramatic moment when she calls Veronica. Like this is like, Oh shit. Like lawyer time. But yeah. I feel like she probably has to call Veronica about lawyer shit like all the time.
1: Yeah. Or just <laughs> general. That's mm-hmm. my lawyer. Should I get the chicken salad or the ham? Veronica is just like this is billable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she says she needs to be Veronica's right away. This episode, every scene, I feel like leads to some kind of musical swell. <laughs> like I feel mm-hmm. like more so than usual. <laughs> so uh, credits, you know, we're, I say I'm really looking forward to the new credits, but of course, I'm really going to miss these old ones, and I'm sure Aria will too.
0: Yeah. Speaking of music. Yes. We get, uh, you know, some Rosewood High shots. We see Hannah walking into s- to school there. smooth soft, And then just playing. some, some soul- soulful crooning of one Tyler J. Blackburn coming on the soundtrack. Some
1: real toe-tapping
0: jams. Oh, yeah. You know this is a special episode when we got a, a Tyler J. Blackburn jam.
1: Whoa.
0: This is why it's your episode. This is the ultimate Marcus Sparks episode. It is
1: amazing that he is singing the song, the love song, playing <laughs> over his own scene. <laughs>
0: Yeah, as him and Hannah see each other across the hallway and like, kind of like, these like romance breakup, secret longing vibes between them.
1: Can you imagine if like in 6B there's like an Ezria scene and like Lucy Hale's Let It Go is playing over it?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Which would be amazing. Um, I want to see people start cutting Ezria scenes to Let It Go.
0: Her version of it?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the YouTube video that needs to happen. So, Hannah and Caleb are at school. On either mm-hmm. ends of the school is one hallway of lockers. See those,
0: like, huge heels that Hannah has on? Yeah, she's got this white and gold
1: dress. It's some
0: kind of nice dress, but the heels are massive. This is,
1: like, this is like Cleopatra casual, I feel
0: like. No, am I wrong, or was it during the Paley Fest that Ashley Benson said that she hates wearing high, high heels? I thought so, yeah. Which is funny, because on the show, she's like, oh, I you know, five inches or I go barefoot, <laughs>
1: Three, yeah, three inches of nothing. yeah mm-hmm. um We'll also see, too, if you ever look at behind-the-scenes photos, if they don't need to show her feet. She's wearing, like, slippers. <laughs> um I remember that from, like, the yeah. songs episodes. So, yeah, they, they kind of see each other. It's like an okay corral of, like, teenage longing and lust. And then he watches her to see if, if she's actually looking at him. She starts walking towards him. Then she breaks off and goes to her locker. The song fades away as he walks over to her. He opens with the slickest icebreaker ever of, hey,
0: and she, she turns and just, like, looks him up and down a few times. He notices. Can't you two see her in love?
1: Uh-huh. And he's like, have you seen Spencer?
0: And she looks like she's about to say something else, but then she, like, changes her mind. She's like, no, sorry. Yeah. So she's, originally... re- she's really good in this scene. Uh, Like, think... she's really layering on, like, kind of, like, happy, but also, like, still feeling kind of wounded, but wary and hopeful. Like, she's, she's managing all the different emotions here.
1: I don't think I realized in the first two seasons, like how good Ashley Benson is with mm-hmm. like no dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's great with dialogue, but like when just the stuff, the Olympics, she does of her face, much like Lucy Hale. Mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, he's, he's pretty good too. Like they're kind of mirroring each other and just this hopefulness. Uh so they're reaching the shirt pocket hands or something. And he's just like, can you give this to her when you do?
0: She takes it showing off a little touch of vulnerability.
1: Yeah. It's the new login for Maya's website.
0: He's like, it's my number. Sphalerop is happening, and you're just gonna have to deal with it.
1: It's also the uh, the time the date stamp the uh, the uh, GPS coordinates when we first made love in the woods
0: in the tent. And Hannah's like, "How's your mom doing?" Better. How are you? His voice almost catches when he when he asks that. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "How are you?" Uh, can't you two see her in love? And Hannah's like, "I'm fine." She smiles. He's, I think she she knows now. She's like, "Yeah, I, I have him." She he's like. Good.
1: I mean, they, they are wistfully, longingly eye-fucking each other here. Mm-hmm. And they just um, stare at
0: each other for like uh, two minutes, and then finally the bell rings. And he's like, thanks for
1: passing that along.
0: She kind of mouths okay to him. He walks off. She sighs. and Then she gets a text. Mm-hmm. And camera zooms in. And we get some major Hannah face. And then we hear Spencer, in voiceover, reading the text. Mm-hmm. It says, the apple rose grill at closing time. Go alone or Caleb pays. A. Oh, shit. We see the text on the phone. They're out in the quad now, Hannah and Spencer. And Spencer's like, what's at the grill? And Hannah's like, I don't know. A's takeout? Nailed it.
1: (laughs) Spencer does not approve of that.
0: (laughs) She's like, when did you get this? And Hannah says, this morning. I talked to Caleb for like two seconds and then, bam, the text. Spencer says, do you think it was because of Mona? And Hannah shrugs. She's like, A probably knows that I'm the one who made her stay at Radley. Spencer says, has Ren said anything to you about how she's doing? And then you see Hannah kind of tense up because remember she uh, kissed him mm. recently in like last episode one four, and now she's of course having to ignore him. And Hannah's like, "Oh, I don't know, I haven't talked to him since then." Uh, Spencer misses that obviously, and she's like, "You can't go; it's not safe." <laughs> and Spencer said, or Hannah says, "Spencer, if it were Toby being threatened, then I..." And Spencer says, "Then I would hope you would tell me the same thing. Look, I've already lost one person this week, and when Toby comes back to Rosewood, if he comes back." I am just praying that it is in one piece, okay? So please promise me that you will not go.
1: Can you imagine if Toby had died in Season 3?
0: Oh, he's not worth the angst, Spencer. Also, he's, like, betraying you to A right now. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, I think, that's theoretically, canonically camera. in the timeline, like, that's where he is right now, is going off to be A, like, for the first time. Although it still feels like he should have, like, started doing that like, Season 2 to me.
1: Uh, I feel like he's probably... It's probably him in the in the... The A-tag at the end of this episode, right?
0: Uh could be or could be CeCe. Okay.
1: Yeah. So Hannah, Hannah actually acquiesces. She's like, okay, I promise. They look over, there's Emily and Paige. They walk into the courtyard. They proceed to be cute and obviously like in their new love face. Um Spencer and Hannah watch them. And she's just like, Wow, I haven't seen her smile like that since Maya. And Hannah's like so, I take it we're still not going to tell her about getting to Maya's website, so she's like she deserves a moment of how to we sort of drag her down the Maya wormhole. which is seriously,
0: like keep her away from the bus kill that is Maya's awful Vlog.
1: So canonically, as you said, can we just call that that period on PLL that the Maya, the Maya wormhole? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, Arya thinks it is a sign that we didn't get a hold of them that night. Like, the universe just wants her to be happy. And Spencer, Spencer says the universe is a finicky bastard. But Spencer should have said something like, is a fucking idiot sometimes.
0: The <laughs> universe is a finicky little bastard. Aria, also, Aria thinks literally everything is a sign that she should keep dating her teacher. So yeah. do do with that what you will, Hannah.
1: <laughs> so Paige and Emily walk over, and Emily's like, hey. And there's some haze. Hi, Paige. Hi, hey. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, how's it going? Spencer and Hannah have their instant, blatantly lying faces on. And Spencer's <laughs> yeah. like, uh, it's... Good. And Hannah's like, yeah, it's great. And Emily's face just just like, you lying bitches. Yes.
0: Fuck you guys. She's like,
1: great. Great. And everyone can tell everyone's lying. And yeah, yeah, okay, okay, see you later. Blah, 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 blah. Well,
0: on Paige right now, I must be thinking, like, well, these two bitches hate me. Yeah.
1: That it's- or just, man, Emily has the weirdest fucking friends.
0: Mm-hmm. So then we uh, cut to the hallway outside of Fitz's place. Arya is strutting in. She's still in her ridiculous outfit. And she hears some shouting from the inside. Uh, one of these people is, is we're gonna find out is Wesley Fitz, and Wesley saying you can't pretend this isn't happening. She gets closer to the, and, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> reading my description, not dialogue. <laughs> she gets closer to the door to eavesdrop. Uh, Ezra says no, but I can't kick you out of my apartment. And Wesley says it's great that you have principles, but you're only hurting yourself. And Ezra's like I'm serious, get out. And the door opens, and little mini Fitz here, this shithead Wesley walks out. I mean, just by the hair, I instantly dislike this guy. I just, uh, uh,
1: well, he's got this like I think I've described him in the past as like Superboy Prep.
0: Yeah, yeah. Superboy goes to like you know New England prep school and he he's like, dude, don't be an idiot, take the offer, and Arya has to like duck out of the way as he goes flying by and then he stops short because he notices her and Ezra's leaning out at the door. And I like the way Arya does this like little like hand splay out thing, mm. like from the sides. Like she, she's surprised. I feel like this is the international sign for can't even. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ezra's like, I'm not gonna. And then they, they both shut up because, like, oh, Arya's here.
1: Oh, because of her fashion, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. Well, what is this was, crazy bitch wearing? Like, Wes is like, oh, you must be Arya. <laughs>
0: well, he's just like, you, Arya. Which is very impolite. This guy lacks Holden's manners. Yeah. And Ezra's just like, not now, Wes. He's trying to be all hard. Wes is like, dude, introduce me. And Ezra's like, dude, keep walking. And Ezra, or, sorry, Wesley he gives us like a little shit smile, and he kind of half bows and takes off. Arya's watching, and then she goes back to Ezra, and she's like, "And that was?" And Ezra says, "That's Wesley, my brother." And he says it like it's somehow Arya's fault, and yeah. he just walks back inside.
1: Oh my! If possible, in this episode, my opinion of Ezra lowered. <laughs> if if that's even imaginable. Also, oh, it's really, always possible. What fascinates me is so Greg Sulkin, I believe, is British, which it's always funny. Oh, really? I think he is.
0: Huh. I think um, he should. He should go with that anyway.
1: Yeah. But I feel like it's always funny when you make a British actor play American and you make them say things like,
0: dude, mm-hmm.
1: he's uh, dating Bella Thorne, who's going to be in the new I'm King show. There you go. Which I think is a weird, incestuous vibe. Um, so after the commercial, Aria well, uh,
0: just one last little detail after Ezra goes inside, Aria, she does her classic move where she looks behind her and then she does the eye narrow. I love, mm-hmm. it. I love it. Every every time she does it, it's classic.
1: It's not enough to be like a proper drinking game, I guess, unless you're like like truly like Netflixing and chilling yeah. with PLL. Well, uh, how
0: how disappointing must Ezra's family be to Arya? This can't <laughs> be what she was like, you know, fantasizing that like.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're ruining the fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Of course, Ezra is hardly Prince Charming. Uh, so after the commercial, Arya follows Ezra in his place, shuts the door. Did he look it her purse? No.
0: It's like this weird little circular number with like like bedazzled like leopard print shit all over it. Yeah, That's I mean so Ari- it, it goes with the outfit.
1: That's so are Uh mm-hmm. Ezra's throwing away old Chinese takeout boxes. We see there's a chessboard set up on the coffee table, and Arya's. That's like, what two
0: bros do when they hang out.
1: Yeah, yeah. An- angry chess playing. Uh, mm-hmm. Arya's like, "What offer was he talking about?" And Ezra's like, "Nothing." And Arya's like, "Ezra, I can hear you two yelling from the stairwell. Clearly, you're upset." And he's dismissively like, "I meant it. It's nothing you need to worry about." And well, Arria, no, he's
0: like, I meant it's uh, it's nothing you need to worry about. Like, fuck that bullshit. You yeah. can see like what a weasel he is about telling the truth.
1: Well, and Arya Arria... like
0: for once cuts the chase here. Yeah. How much
1: money is your mom going to pay you to break up with me? And he's like, why would you ask that?
0: And Interesting she's like, she offered it to
1: me first. And Ezra's indignant. And he's just like, wait, wait, let me do some exposition here. You're saying the other day at the museum, previously on PLL, my mom offered you money to break up with me. And she's like, that's what I came here to tell you. And he looks upset. Like he wants to punch the wall in a futile, stab of masculine outrage. And she's she well, just like
0: glaring and huffing. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I- I'm sorry, I'm just processing. And he walks right past her and Ari's eyebrows like shoot up into her skull. And she's just like, well, can you please process out loud? Why was your brother here? And Ezra, it's like, he really wants to give the littlest amount of information possible. He's like, he came to help buy back the car. So, he sold." he's like, Why? And he's like, it's complicated. It's Hey, Hannah and Caleb own that. They own so, that. Somewhere Caleb is just like,
1: how dare you? He's like, yeah, he's saying that while he's holding a guitar. Uh, Arya's like, I can keep up, Ezra. And Ezra's <laughs> just like, technically, the jag wasn't mine to sell. My grandfather left it to me, but because I disowned my inheritance, it defaulted to my brother. About a month ago, I needed money, so I called Wes, and he said I could sell the car and keep the cash, because he's magnanimous as fuck. Mm-hmm. And Arya's like, okay, so? And he's like, so? My mother found out and now she's claiming it's a sentimental family heirloom. And Arya's like, oh yeah, because she is just so sentimental.
0: <laughs> and Ezra says, I have to buy the car back, and now the guy is asking for double, which means I have to borrow from her. This all sounds like bullshit.
1: Arya, disappointed, had to well, you know, It's a very real possibility that a relationship could end up like this where one party is at odds with their, like, mother-in-law type or whatever. But Mm -hmm. it's rough when you're still dealing with that in high school. Yeah.
0: He kind of points at the door and he says, I have to meet somebody about the car. And she's like, right now? And he walks over and kind of, like, flaps his hands around weakly. And he's like, yeah. And he gives her the condescending kiss on the forehead and then Mm -hmm. just takes off. Once again, leaving Ari to, like, kind of stew in his apartment and wonder what the fuck just happened. She's like, okay? And he just, like, walks out and closes the door. Yeah. <laughs> Classic moment. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying you need to, like, coddle your girl or anything, Ezra, but, like, you know how she gets. You can't just blow her off like this and expect no repercussions. Well, it's, what's hilarious
1: is the last one of these episodes we revisited was the, uh like, count of 50.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we need to talk! Um. Uh-
1: I like the blocking in the scene because it really feels like a play with a super small set they have and like Ezra's like, constantly physically doing something um, mm-hmm. while Arya just emotes at him
0: as hard as she possibly can. I just love anytime, anytime a scene can end with Arya wondering what the fuck just happened like between her and Ezra. It's also hilarious. Also, do we think that Ezra moved into Toby's old apartment five years down the road? I'm sure he moved into the set.
1: Yeah. Um, so Get it's out! Certain... Now! <laughs> Whoever posted that photo, everybody dance now. Yeah. So, Like Siri rose High again. The bell rings. Hannah's walking out uh, front when her cell phone rings. She checks and sees that it's, yeah, it's an incoming call from Rand, which she considers for a moment. Then she declines that call. She starts walking. Emily catches up with her about a Benzo. Uh, Han, hey, wait up. And Hannah's like, oh, hey, where's Paige?
0: Emily because says she's headed like, home. I, I, I told her not to come around because you're such a bitch to her.
1: Because <laughs> you guys are fucking the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Paige is heading home. We're going to meet up later. Look, I know you're not telling me something. I haven't heard an update about Maya, i sent a few days. All right, All right, days. Slow,
0: if it's- slow down a little when you read that. You sound like you couldn't give less of a shit.
1: <laughs> it's about Maya. I couldn't. Uh, Emily's like, you know, if it is even Maya's. I mean, we always know that Mona might be playing a trick, but that's what you guys aren't telling me. And Hannah's just like, Em, this isn't a trick. And I like, then what is it? Do you know? And Hannah's like, Kayla found a way around the password. It's the site where Maya kept stuff, photo blog entries, videos. It's basically her life journal. Yeah. And Emily's like videos, videos of what? Of Maya. And Hannah, the way she says, and one she took of you. I was like, Ooh. And I was like, well, how long have you, and it has like a few days. Emily says, and you kept it from me. She was my girlfriend. How could you keep this from me?
0: I feel like Hannah cut kind a of white lied here and just said, Oh, Kayla, gave me the login this morning. Yeah. That kind of putting on my Ezra Fitz hat for that. Uh, but, I mean, well, she didn't need uh, whatever, you know. Well, She's an honest like, girl.
1: Yeah, but the the fatalistic vibe that Hannah's picking up from Spencer since they're both going through relationship drama, it's just like, Emily, we shouldered this burden for you. Yeah. Well, and Hannah you-
0: says, you know, because we saw how happy you we were with Paige and couldn't bring ourselves to ruin that. Come on, Emily, at least one of us deserves to be happy. And Emily's like, look and she's kind of pissed she's like i know you're trying to protect me but it is not up to you i don't appreciate being lied to and it's like you're right and i'm sorry and emily nods she's not very pleased but she takes the uh, apology anyway and hannah pulls out the slip of paper and she's like here's the logging info from Maya's website i can look at it with you if you want to uh, and emily's just like no i want to do that on my own and hannah's probably secretly thrilled that she doesn't have to watch Ma- Maya's awful videos with emily
1: yeah, I mean, I think this is an interesting moment for Hannah because Hannah and Caleb are the kings and queens of lying to each other for their mm-hmm. other's own good because you know yeah. it's complicated. But here is where Hannah like actually shows that she knows it's wrong. She knows it's wrong when she like does. This. That's also one of the liars. I mean, yeah, you it's know. the relationship really hard. matters to her. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also it's a heavy duty pillar in Emily's story, which I had forgotten was in this episode when we when we picked it.
0: This episode, Emily's arc is just like being a sad bastard.
1: Well, it's like it's that episode where it's like you have to do this to like
0: emotionally
1: end cap the maya situation mm-hmm. um because otherwise you can't properly move forward with page uh yeah. so then we see the sign we're out in like main street rosewood area for the hastens reedman law office as she's walking out of there and i remember at the time when we when we did stuff before we were obsessed with wondering who reedman was,
0: reedman was yeah it's and the then of- <laughs> yeah then we cut across the street now uh, there's pastor fucking ted talking to some woman uh, Ashley gives a big old sigh because that's what you do when you see that guy, and she kind of puts her head down, tries to walk off, like very pointedly not looking in his direction. But of course, he has to like ditch ladies' talking and do and like rush right over to talk to her. He's like, "Ashley, hi," and she's like, "Hi." He says, "So, what brings you down to my neck of the woods?" Uh. It's like, "Uh, nosy much? It's downtown Rosewood. This isn't your neck of the woods. It's Rosewood."
1: I just walked out of a law office, you yeah. prick.
0: You guys have one street. That's not your neck of the woods. <laughs> Uh, she's like, uh, just a few errands. and It's like awkward. And she's like, I should get going. And he says, maybe we could grab coffee sometime. And she's like, we should. Coffee would be great. And he says, okay, okay. You know, they say you hate each other. And he says, well, it was nice seeing you. And she says, you too, bye. And he takes off. And then he kind of looks back as she's kind of smiling shyly to herself. God, he's I hate like, Ted. He's like,
1: yeah, I still got it. I just, I, I couldn't stop thinking about, I'm just going to finish my coffee.
0: I'm staying. Yeah. finishing the coffee as
1: yeah. as we learned from his first appearance you just know this guy's like a fucking fiend on tinder and shit like that like
0: well he you know i feel like the last time we saw him or maybe like one or two times before he was trying to date ella, ella so yeah. that yeah. was his first appearance yeah i don't, to date I don't ella. trust you pastor ted uh, there is a cool shot of just kind of ashley smiling herself like walking behind some trees i like that shot
1: i mean we cannot forget about the halcyon days of mainline mate
0: oh yeah and then we get one of the greatest scenes ever. Uh, Arya has changed into like kind of a green dress. I know she has matching green eyeshadow on. Mm-hmm. And she is lying despondently on Spencer's mm-hmm. bed. Well, Spencer's kind of putting some clothes and hangers on top of her. And Aria's like, he basically kicked me out. <laughs> we were just as outraged as you are, Arya. <laughs> and Spencer says, he did not kick you out, okay? He had to go someplace. And Ari's like, I'm kind of lying here despondently right now, Spence. <laughs> I love this scene so much. Spencer's like, well, can you just sit despondently? I need the bed. And Ari's and like, Aria? no, lying is more despondent. <laughs> oh, Arya is so much fun when she gets a little bit chippy. Yes. Spencer's like, please? And Arya's like, okay, fine. So she Whoa. sits up and...
1: Yeah, this this is this is like not like the adult Spencer, like the hardened Spencer that we know. This is like this is still teenage Spencer who just Mm -hmm. wants to get into college. And it's like she's she's gone back into the uh, uh, I don't know, like like being wounded by like the littlest things. I
0: I... I mean, can we assume that like Arya went home, changed her outfit, put on some new makeup to, you know, accessorize and then came over and just decided to like sulk with Spencer?
1: Yeah, she's just like, I'm going to go dress like an exotic avocado. And then she Spencer to, like, d- dwell in my misery.
0: And then she sits up, and she just kind of affects this air of, like, polite arrogance. And she's like, show me options. And Spencer holds up two very ugly blazers. And Spencer's like, okay, gray or blue? And Ari's like, definitely neither. Spencer's Spencer, aghast. These are my most collegiate-looking blazers. Ari says, you did not just say that. Spencer, so you're going are- to meet the... Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: We know that obviously Hannah's doing fashion and mm-hmm. after the time jump, but amongst the liars, who do you think that they think is the most fashion forward?
0: I think they go to Aria. I mean, uh, granted, I think is, they, they much... go to Spencer for like when you need to look kind of adult and professional right. and they go to Aria for like when you need to uh, you know, be daring or whatever. Aria or Hannah? I mean, Hannah's kind of into fashion. I
1: mean, dude. Because they're the same person. Grant, yes. this scene is much a product of Spencer's delightful mania as Aria.
0: And I, I guess you could wash
1: over, like, yeah, Ella would go to Aria because that's the only person she knows. But, like, I wonder, though, does Emily ever turn to Aria and be like, what should I wear? And Aria's like, Finally.
0: You turn to an expert. it's like, uh, let me think. Like Daisy Duke shorts, a flannel tied around your waist. Let me get some you. Some kind out of these... tank top that shows off your sports bra. You know, no, and, no and knee-high socks.
1: No more jerseys, mm-hmm. no more track suits. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So Arya says, Spencer, you're gonna meet this U Pen guy at a party on a Friday night, okay? So I, I really don't think that attire is business formal. It's has just like frown. Then I mentioned how happy I am. You're coming with me. And Arya chuckles, almost snorts. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you mean you don't want to go alone to some random party of a 22-year-old stranger? Which I don't even want to think about the timeline when she says that.
0: Oh, just, just try not but to think
1: too Just let it wash yeah. over. So Especially like, she's not a stranger. She's Allie's older, gorgeous, very well-connected friend that somehow we never knew anything about.
0: Huge red flags. Mm-hmm.
1: Arya's go. like, yeah, Allie would have dangled her in front of us like a pair of diamond earrings." Why didn't she? That's very
0: nice imagery by Arya. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, Arya gets Ali. Um, yeah. she's yeah. like, holding up a dress in front of herself in the mirror. It's just well,
0: like, she says, I don't know, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Arya's offended at the very sight of this navy blue dress. She's like, is that your mother's? Spencer's like, no. And then Arya glares at her. She's like, maybe? Help, please. And Arya just kind of flaps her arms and deigns to get off the bed and go look in Spencer's closet. And Spencer flops down in her place. Because uh, Arya's, like, the fashion whisperer. Yeah, she instantly picks out like a white top and like a blue print skirt, and she's like, "Perfect, you can wear this." Spencer's she's yeah. like, "Wow, cause it's so amazing." Yeah, uh, Noria tosses the clothes on top of Spencer, and then goes and lies down next to her, and they both stare at ceiling. Ceiling. Uh, super teen sparring moment here. Mm-hmm. And Spencer, I, I really like. Uh, they just both look at the ceiling. She says, "You and Ezra are gonna be fine. I promise." And Noria says, "If you say so, his family is." And Spencer says, "Look." i get it okay my nana once offered me 200 to shave my father's sideburns in his sleep because apparently they're an affront to his upbringing with like air quotes and they giggle and spencer says and he still has a scar like really close to his ear uh i love this scene and she kind of points to her ear and Arya's just like cackling and like grabbing her hand like affectionately and she's like wait you actually did it and spencer says i was 10 that was like a million dollars back then are you kidding and I was like, oh, my God. And Spencer's like, she's got crazy eyes. She's like, and I do it again. And they just giggle some more. I love this scene. Yeah. You know, one thing I noticed rewatching it, too, is like that whole end of the conversation, the, like the last like 30 seconds or so, it's all one shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, And it plays out like it, you're, you're seeing both of them and the way they interact with each other. It just feels so natural. It's like you completely 100 percent buy that. Like these are longtime friends. It doesn't even feel like you're watching actors at all.
1: I think it plays all that moment plays better, too, if it's one take, mm-hmm. not lots of editing. But yeah, sure. Maya's dead. Allison may be dead. Maybe her body's been kidnapped and people only ever kidnap bodies for positive reasons. But I, I do love how like light and fluffy the scene can be, you know, it like gets to the core of, of this relationship between the girls. Mm-hmm. Um. So at night, the party, the party, mm-hmm. cars are parked along the road and it's it's Rosewood. So everything is like pretty much in the woods. Um, oh, yeah. Cece pulls up in her red convertible with Spencer riding shotgun, Arya in the backseat. And Spencer's like,
0: So they're coming
1: back to a party at Rosewood? And Cece's like, You never know. No, that,
0: that that's not what it says. Arya says, is it weird to come back to oh, coming back okay. to a party at Rosewood?
1: And yeah, she's like, you never know what you're gonna get. People either love you or they don't remember your name. Look at Jason. He won't return my phone calls. And we dated for how long? As yes, they're getting <laughs> out of the car. Oh, shit. So her has her college envelope application hand. And she's well, like, Jason's just really going through a tough time right now. And Cece's like, apparently.
0: lol." Well. well, it's really funny how, like, noncommittal Cece is about everything here. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, you come back to the party, at, you know, at Rosewood. And she's like, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> I never uh, went to Rosewood.
1: Aria liggles around. Her spidey sense starts tingling. And she's just like, wait, I've been here before. We both have. This is Noel Kahn's cabin. And they yes. they're, they're looking forward at this, like, kind of outdoor party area and the music's playing. And Cece's like, Yeah, Eric does have a little brother, doesn't he? Tell me, does douchebaggery run in the family? And Spencer has this, like, humorless chuckle.
0: I love the way Cece tosses that line off, like, walking backwards, looking at them. It's, it's a really great tossed off delivery. Uh, yeah. We should mention she's in, like, a red sleeveless dress. Aria is still the green dress, and Spencer's in, like, the blueprint skirt and like this weird white top that looks like a ballerina top or something it's got these like white like uh fluffy like fish scale sleeves or something it's really weird it makes I, her look really young she's got her hair to one side and she looks like she's like 14 or something
1: yeah yeah
0: it's it's the opposite of what the look she should be adopting really right oh, yeah um <laughs>
1: so uh Cece's like leading, Ari and Spencer are trailing behind, and Spencer's like, Is Noel gonna be here? And Arya's like, I'm betting he doesn't think we are. <laughs> Cece looks back at them and she's like, something wrong? And Arya's like, No, nothing, just weird history of Noel and Cece's like, What kind of weird history? And Spencer's like, they used to date. I love she exit on a little bit. Um and Arya's like, I wouldn't exactly call it and such cuts it off with it ended really badly. Oh yeah. So CeCe's like, oh, so it does run in the family. Listen, I understand the hex of the ex, believe me. But Noel's gonna be one of two hundred people at this party, if he even shows. And we drove all this way, so I say we go in, find Steven, give him your application, and if it's totally awkward, we can bail, okay? So she's like walking like in with well, them, so in, in between does, them.
0: Does Cece even understand the hex of the ex? I mean, other than pretending to date Jason, it's unclear like how much he even gets out. I mean she's she's doing a very good job of acting like the Wise beyond her years, you know, sage here, like, totally experienced with, like, college parties and whatnot. But it's unclear how much new territory this is for her, too.
1: You know, I think the thing that's fascinating about Cece is that she both completely understands and completely does not understand people.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, like all good sociopaths.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Arya says, okay, and they get to this, like, dude at the gate. And, There's a doorman, bro. Oh, yeah. Uh Cece says. Bro cc C. drake and i brought friends and the guy stamped cc's wrist and it's that same stamp that uh emily saw that night the one you know in maya's like vlog uh, And aria frowns at spencer and she's like stamp me so they all get stamped and aria's like studying hers and the way so, Aria
1: looks at her wrist is hilarious
0: yeah so i mean does this mean cc could have been the one emily saw at the cafe that night or
1: it's quite possible
0: I mean, they're definitely implying a connection between Maya and Nolkan's cabin. I don't know. The whole, like, what happened, like, on the second that night, mm-hmm. never entirely clear. Like, well, like, was Jenna working with Redcoat, or was that just, like, a random coincidence?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very strange um, and wonderful. I, I like knowing what you know now, though. It seems so clear here that Cece is pleased to be engineering this moment. Like, she's... She knows this clue is possibly being delivered to these girls.
0: I love the way she's got, like, uh, her arms around both of them. She's like an evil Dorothy, like, leading them down the yellow brick road. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, So after the commercial, Cece's, like, leading them into the cabin from the outside part of the party. And to people screen, she says, hello, everyone.
0: And just, like, swings her way inside, yeah.
1: And Ari says to Spencer, I cannot believe this is where the stamp is from. So she's like, yeah, everybody here is Eric's age. What would Maya be doing with this crowd? And it's like... Really, ladies? <laughs> we see a bunch of people parting, and CC hugs some dude, and Ari's like, "Yeah, who was that guy at the stamp at the dinner or the diner that night when Ali's grave was dug up?" And Just I made mean, like some... Lucas?
0: They wouldn't let Lucas into this place. Yeah, I don't think
1: so. Yeah, <laughs> um, fuck off,
0: Lucas. You're well, no
1: so Nocon and Sean were friends, yeah, so, yeah. So just then, some drunk girl bumps into Spencer, almost spills her drink on Spencer's envelope for college applications. Spencer's like, "Oh my god, maybe I should have brought two. And Ari's like, Maybe you should have left it. Just just left it in the car. So Aria's a like, bit annoyed. So she's like, "What?" And Aria's like, "I'm sorry, but hello." And she has to pull back the mountains of beads on her wrist to show mm-hmm. Spencer the stamp again.
0: Aria doesn't want anyone like singling them out as like being like you know too young to be here. She she wants to appear old and sophisticated.
1: Yeah, but but well, like because Aria's whole thing is like Spencer's like she's left the fight. She's not. well as we know, like, Aria wants Spencer to take the lead on the mystery. Granted, whenever Arya has to, she's incredibly effective.
0: Well, yeah, but I, I think the thing with the envelope in particular is that, like, Spencer is, like, making them look like dorks by carrying that thing around. True, true. Arya's uh, trying to, like, blend in.
1: But just imagine when Arya is upset because you're being a buzzkill or not mm. having focus. Yeah. <laughs> and Spencer's like, I know. And then Cece returns them. And she's like, Ladies! But she's like, Did you find Steven? And Cece says,
0: Hun, you gotta meet the guy before you shove your stuff in his face. And she snatches the envelope away. Yeah, nice double entendre. And CC says, "Don't worry, I'll get it where it needs to go. Game room. Follow me." So Steven doesn't exist, right? I
1: would be highly suspicious by the end of the episode.
0: I feel I mean, like get, he doesn't.
1: We have to talk about the email at the end, but yeah. Uh, oh yeah, we'll get there. Um, but yeah, such as flabbergasted. So they follow her because, I mean,
0: they have no choice. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> They're strangers in a very strange land. Uh, In Emily's bedroom, she's sitting at her desk watching Maya's videos on her laptop, uh, which sounds like the worst way to spend a Friday night
0: ever. And Maya says in her video. Oh, do you want me to do?
1: I absolutely do. Uh,
0: Because I I feel like uh, this poem she's about to read is secretly an ode to Emerson here. So, you know, just follow along with you. I
1: would kill to, like, hear somebody talk about the writing of Maya's dialogue in this episode. (laughs)
0: So Maya says this one's called "That Night," which is funny in, in itself. Uh, you know, "That Night," uh, and she says, "Dire moments, last goodbyes, your kisses dance like fireflies. I'm gone tonight to a darkened scene, wish to take your light with me. You were my first, but it won't be our last. Time travels till it's in the past. You'd think our love was some thickening plot. They didn't know that that's all we've got. I, and my, Emily's like crying and caressing the screen. This no, is about Emerson, right?
1: Uh, you think Maya's? <laughs> I, 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 not, 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 poem about not
0: literally. Like, I don't think Maya is writing it that way, but I feel like this is like, it's written in a way to like remind us through imagery of uh, Emerson. Mm.
1: Mm. It's like, I miss crying. It's like she just realized for the first time how horrible Maya's poetry is. Cause it's bad. It's real bad. Yeah. I, I felt bad in retrospect when we asked brian holdman if uh ezra's (laughs) shitty writing was was really his
0: (laughs) yeah i could have worded that a little bit better um
1: um so the game room we see some chick playing pool she's playing with a shirtless dude there's like a dartboard on the wall cc leads audience puts her down some steps in this game room there's a neon sign that says hot 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 on it Uh, it i feel like like we've
0: seen that sign elsewhere
1: probably i mean they reuse a lot of these things and cc says looks like eric Kahn's still playing true for dare and Spencer says to Arya, okay, it's official. You were right about the Blazers.
0: I gotta say, no con throws the coolest Ragers.
1: You know, after this episode, when he talks about, and this is a dark ride, about, like, he puts out a better spread,
0: kind mm-hmm. of believe it. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's like uh, some, like, shirt, some shirtless dude, like, high-fiving a chick who, like, presumably, like, has his shirt as they're playing pool. They're playing, like, strip pool. Um, as you do. I mean, every party I went to in my twenties is like just a bunch of censors getting high and like trying to act above it all. These people seem like they're having a good time.
1: They are outside themselves with fun. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And Cece uh, says, "Looks like Eric Kahn's still playing Truth or Dare." You said that, yeah. He says, uh, and so we cut uh, to fire store and his girlfriend Caitlin Snow here, who's wearing like just like a bra with like a shawl over it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and just like admiring uh, Robbie Mel here.
1: Robbie Mel, cousin of Stephen, who's uh, mm-hmm. also I believe, dating the actress of the ABC family show Chasing Life, which was just canceled. You really
0: keep up on that, uh, like, teen star drama.
1: I really am, because it, mm-hmm. it's so interesting in this episode. I feel like, uh, based on this episode, Taylor Lautner wishes he were Robbie Ml. Like, like in this episode, too, Robbie Ml too, I have to say, like, him and Peter Facinelli, they're there to inherit some kind of old-school Tom Cruise vibe, if they wanted it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and uh, Eric gets up and he says, "CC Drake, because that's the kind of party this is, where you like have to say somebody's full name. Yeah, uh, yeah. She says, Back from the dead, how the hell are you? <laughs> oh, I love this guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> She it... says, worse,
1: now that I'm seeing you, Eric, but thanks for asking.
0: Well, and he just kind of slinks over like the chillest, sleaziest bro ever.
1: But I mean, you get so- first of all, Vanessa Ray is so fucking good in this episode, <laughs> but you get the impression that like, Cece Drake has had some amazing off screen adventures. Like I just want that show so hard.
0: Well, you definitely get the impression that these two banged. Right. I mean,
1: or, or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, And Eric Cohen says, that's no way to treat the host. And she's just
0: like, Hmm. I roll. Well, she's like, obviously flirting with him. And then he looks over at the two liars, like looks them up and down. And he's like, but you've brought a virgin sacrifice. So all is forgiven. And he Classy just dude. leers at them. Yeah. Ari and Spencer, like look at each other. And you know Ari has got to be feeling like above it all right now because she's dating someone even older than these college kids. Yeah. But Spencer's feeling a little self-conscious because she's dating Toby.
1: A carpenter. Mm-hmm. A high school dropout carpenter.
0: I make a lot of money.
1: <laughs> I built a chair. Give me a break.
0: Cece says, these are my ducklings. So play play nice. I love that description of them. She,
1: she loves her dolls. Mm-hmm. And Eric says to her, you're mean when you're cute. And she just smiles. Well, and looks Eric like
0: I fucking each other here.
1: I wonder, I think, no, I think he's always wanted her, but she knows that if you give him what they want, they'll never want it again. Um, yeah, so Eric to uh, Ariane Spencer says, only rule of the game room is you got to play to stay. Other than that, dad's finest is right there. Help yourself.
0: <laughs> and he like points him to a bar. So he go, he takes off and CeCe leads him to the bar and she's like, doesn't look like Stevens here yet because he doesn't exist. Yeah. And then to Spencer, she's like, but don't worry, he will be. Relax, take a load off. Can I make you a drink? Spencer's like, uh, no, thank you. And Cece's like, no one's going to narc on you. I've seen cops do way worse in this room.
1: Cops, Wilden. God.
0: Yeah, subtle hint about Wilden there. And Also, Spencer... there's
1: like stuffed animal heads on the walls, of course. Oh, yeah.
0: Spencer says, yeah, still no. And Cece just kind of rolls her eyes. I feel like Arya kind of wants a drink. Just like watching her say nothing in the background. I think she, like, she probably would have taken a drink if Spencer hadn't put the kibosh on it.
1: So, CC pours off some whiskey, it looks like, and sniffs it before sipping. Is that... Oh, yeah. I really wish they had done something where, like, that was, like, Kenneth's move later on.
0: Or if she was uh, Peter's daughter. Yeah. Or, yeah. But, I yeah. mean, like,
1: wouldn't that be a weird, like, physical, like, affectation that, like, you could have looked back on and been like... Oh,
0: oh, that'd just be creepy, though. Yeah. They they both sniff their booze before they drink you it because it
1: smells like piss. You
0: don't want anything in common with Kendall or Entis. No, you don't. Um um oh so, geez. So, so cc she, just kind of rolls her eyes and she gets her scotch and looks around she says hmm oh girl and bra boy and boxers did we skip truth and head straight to dare or and eric says stephanie was warm alex was being alex i love how much eric
1: wants her approval like she's like the moment she walked into this room she owns this room
0: but mm-hmm. like, and... there might as well be a spotlight on her yeah, and then she says, well, in that case, I challenge you to a round of truth. And Eric says, all right, Cece, we're playing one-on-one truth rounds. You get caught in a lie, it's sayonara, sweetheart. And she says, oh, this ain't my first rodeo, Eric. Uh, the rules of this game, I, I don't even understand. I don't even understand how this works. It's like you just tell each other the truth. <laughs> it's, how, it's how do they timed. know if you're lying?
1: It's timed. Yeah. It's high stakes to the point where if you if you get caught in a lie, you leave. <laughs>
0: sayonara well i mean
1: i kept thinking like somebody's gonna put out like a loaded gun at one point but they never do
0: <laughs> so they they sit on like opposite couches facing each other the liars kind of linger behind Cece's couch and like other people like start watching like ooh, this is a big yeah, well,
1: everyone's just like oh shit it's on yeah mm-hmm. they like the very confrontational like couch layout so eric has the first go and he says it's your last night on earth who in this room do you sleep with and she looks around she, no, not you, not you. She picks out one dude, and she speaks right to him, and she mm-hmm. says, Sarasi, no one deserves to die a virgin. LOL.
0: Sick burn, see Fucking Sarasi, that guy.
1: <laughs> well, I want to know. Always driving Sirassi. the chicks away. What is Sarasi's deal? <laughs> I just want to know, like, in, the, in the, the writing of this, like, where did that name come from?
0: <laughs> so then cut to Hannah. She's checking her phone at home. Uh, same A text from before, and she looks at the clock. It's 830. So she makes a decision. She grabs her purse, but then Ashley walks in. She says, "Where are you going? I was about to make dinner." And Hannah says, "The grill. Ari and I have plans." And as she says, "I brought I bought stuff for chicken parmesan." And Hannah's like, "You did?" And as she says, "I wanted to make us dinner." And she gets some ingredients out of the fridge. And Hannah says, "Okay, you only cook when you have to tell me something." And she's like, "No, I don't." And then Hannah just gives her some eyebrows. And it's kind of like reverse Ashley mom powers here because I could
1: tell when you're lying. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Ashley says, "The police came by this morning with a court order." But I don't want you to worry. Spencer's mom is on it, and she's assured me that you're going to be fine. But I just wanted to tell you. She's like, Veronica's assured me that as soon as this plot point gets boring, we'll just lawyer it away.
1: Hey, it ain't Toby's mom.
0: Mm-hmm. And Hannah says, okay. And she's kind of worried but resigned. And now she says, go ahead. Say hi to Aria for me. <laughs> that bitch scares me. And Hannah says, yeah, thanks, Mom. She takes off and Ashley kind of, like, fidgets for a bit. And then she grabs her phone and dials. And she says, hi, Ted. It's Ashley. I know it's late, but have you eaten yet? Oh, boo, Ashley. He never booty call a pastor. She,
1: she could have just texted and been like, you up?
0: He actually thinks you he's out? coming over for food. <sighs> yeah.
1: But, uh, so by this point, obviously Ashley knows about Mona, right? She knows the the, the machinations that Mona put the girls through the previous school year. But they think
0: the whole A thing is over.
1: They think it's over. But what does Ashley think of Arya? Because that, that girl... Straight up came to her kitchen <laughs> and like spun a story.
0: <laughs> I think she thinks that girl's a fucking liar.
1: Well, like, and kind of scary, I would think. And I don't just mean her fashion. Like, who's who does that? What kind of mind game is that? Like, don't invite her back to this house, Hannah. So, uh, get back to True for Dare. And it's not that I don't care about Hannah and Caleb, but I mean, you've got like the emotional fight club happening here.
0: Oh, and it's it's about to get kicked up a notch, too. Yeah.
1: And so, it's still Cece versus Eric Kahn, and Cece's like, have you ever been arrested? He's like, funny you asked that, since you dared me to steal a car last time we played and then called the cops. And she's like, I did, didn't I? And he's like, you did. And she's like, yep.
0: Oh, yeah. Did you uh, get a look at the dude who's sitting next to Cece on no. the couch? No, no. <laughs> Some like random guy in like a tank top. And I think this is the dude who's in boxers. Oh, he's just God. like kind of like holding a beer like in his crotch there. And he has long like socks on. Like I don't, this guy has a look for sure. I
1: would love to hear from anybody who was an extra during this scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Eric then asks her ever make a sex tape? And she just smiles before answering, cute as a button.
0: Very coy. Yeah. The liars are just getting skeezed and they kind of back away to talk. And Ari is like, okay, I'm really certain I think it was a bad idea that we came here. Spencer says, there's no way I'm playing truth or dare with a bunch of drunk, horny college boys. And Ari says, okay, shall we go back upstairs? And Spencer says, yes, okay. And she's <laughs> Florid mid because she looks over and none other than Noel fucking Khan just strolled into the party yeah. like, whoa, strutting in with his backpack on. I thought that was kind of like a funny little accoutrement to his look there. The, uh, he very much looks like a student. Uh, this needs to be a gif, like the way he strolls in. It's a quick shot, but like the way he's strutting is hilarious.
1: Well, also when he turns around from the the minibar. Oh, see yeah, him. yeah. But uh, yeah, like uh, how did I put it? Like gross machismo. <laughs> super villain swagger. Like, like, him and Jenna might have just returned from, like, tying a virgin into a train track and then throwing her into, like, a volcano.
0: Yeah, because uh, Spencer says, well, I guess that's to be expected. And then Jenna thing walks in, and it's kind of, like, sparkly top. Like, she looks a little too overdressed for Noel, who's just, like, in this random polo shirt.
1: She looks like she's, like, the Tawny Katane to, like, his, I don't know, 80s rock god. I mean, she looks like she's just, like, like teenage gangster mall.
0: She looks a little too fancy for him, is all I'm saying. I feel like he's, he's a little underdressed.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you're right. Like, we're basically in brick right
0: here. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: But, you know, maybe a much more lower stakes.
0: Brad character. Bramish here. Yeah. Uh, uh. And Ari says, yeah, but she's not uh, You know, expected, that is. Uh, I think we just found a reason to stay and play. And Nolan, and Jenna head over to the bar. He takes his backpack off. And Ari and Spencer kind of drift over. And Spencer's like, no con. Oh, I love it. And he's he and spin it ra- both, like, spin and glare at them.
1: Well, he's just kind of like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I have so many names. <laughs> yeah. He's like, who invited you? And Arya's like, Cece Drake, you know her? And he's kind of amused. He's like, not as well as my brother does. And he says it in the way like it's supposed to be a burn.
0: Well, no, like, I think he's saying, like, it's like, you know, my brother knows her carnally. I think that's the, the implication there.
1: Well, I, was, I think there's definitely probably been a time in young Noel's adolescence where he had to, like, listen to his brother having sex through a wall or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But both, like, hating life and saying, I want to go there.
0: Yeah. And Spencer says, so, you guys back together now? And Jenna and Spencer just throw these, like, fuck you smiles at each other. Mm-hmm. And Noel's just like, so many questions. I wouldn't mind a few answers. And Spencer,
1: Spencer and Jenna are now, like, eyeball hate fucking each other. Yeah.
0: And Ari says, and how about a game of truth, Noel? And Jenna just, like, smiles like a predator. And Noel's just like, we're up next. Me and Montgomery. Oh, shit. The con game is about to begin.
1: Well, and Spencer's just, like, she looks at Arya like, you got this baby bird. And Mm -hmm. Arya looks at her like, I did not actually expect that I would be required to do anything here. Oh, shit. (laughs) Arya. So Arya, I feel like, is is kind of the Tyrion in this situation. Expecting Spencer to be the Kingslayer.
0: Oh, I I can see that, yeah. Or or Bronn, yeah.
1: Yeah, or Bronn, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, or uh, uh Noah's like, you don't have any honor, Spencer. And Spencer's like, yeah, but he did. It's
0: no cure for being a cunt. Uh, meanwhile, Hannah leaving the grill by herself. Uh, it's closing time, I guess. And just then, Caleb rolls up in his mom's Mercedes, and she freaks out. And she's like, Caleb, what are you doing here? You have to leave because he's like, rolled down the window. Mm-hmm. And Caleb's just like, Hannah, get in the car. I'm sorry, I should have let you do that. Yeah. Uh, and Hannah says no listen to me You have to go now Caleb please Hannah I sent the text What? And he's like I'm A get in Dramatic cut to commercial I mean did they really I feel like they Nobody thinks he's A here right Like we no. all assume that he just sent the text To get Hannah to do it. yeah They
1: don't even do like the throwaway line Where he's like I pretended to be A Because blah 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 like you know yeah. like They don't even do that but it's funny Is it's kind of like even jokingly or or even facetiously dipping your toe in the waters that eventually be toby
0: i can see that yeah
1: i mean like you you kind of have the mind paradigm the possibility that one of the boyfriends could be shady Mm -hmm. granted i'm saying that on a show that's for two and a half seasons featured ezra fits but yes one of the boyfriends could be shady. (laughs) after the commercial caleb drives him and over to like that that train Station set like the stairs, that like lead a little up between, alley, yeah, which is also the back of the brew,
0: <laughs> and like Toby's apartment and everything, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, where where you know Spencer broke down crying that one
0: time. Oh, so
1: I want to say the last time we were actually
0: here was season two with the like you're like smart smart. Um, Caleb stops. Oh, as a, as a train station, yeah, probably as yeah, a train
1: station, yeah. I thought uh, you were just book smart. Yeah, yeah. So i stops the car. tries to get Hannah to talk to him. There will be smooches coming, but he's just like. Hannah, look at me.
0: Look, I know you're scared, but
1: A isn't going to find us out here.
0: I'm not scared. Okay, good. I'm freaking out. You think you know what's going on, but you don't. You showing up at the
1: grill proves that I
0: do. Oh, right. So you figured out there's another A out there. Caleb, you don't even know what that means.
1: It means that you could stop lying to me. We can be together.
0: She's very frustrated. She unbuckles her seatbelt and gets out. Yeah, he gets that follows Hannah! And she's kind of pacing in front of the car. She says, well, she's,
1: doing... she's doing those jazz hands that uh, Ari with. I can't even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Look, it's not that easy, Caleb. This person dug up a grave and, and stole a body. This person might have killed Maya because she knew something she shouldn't have. This person. What, Hannah? She kind of sits and leans back against the hood of the car. And she says, A ran your mom off the road. A flew to Montecito to scare the crap out of me. And it worked. That's why I couldn't tell you what was going on. I wanted to, but I couldn't. You think I would have just let you walk out that door if I had a choice? Caleb seems a little shocked, but it's like things are starting to click in his mind now, you know. And he moves in and kind of cradles Hannah's face in his hands. uh, Then she spins away and walks off.
1: Well, it's like there's an aspect of Caleb that's like the Byronic, like werewolf hacker bro hero. (laughs) Like like, like he thinks he's going to solve it just by going over there and kissing her. And she's just like, no, you don't get it. Like you can't fix everything, especially not with smooches. But maybe later. Um, so the con game, game oh, room, yeah. Trooper dare time. Noel and Jenna are sitting next to Eric on their their the evil couch. <laughs> I didn't realize this at first, but Eric's got his like his like stopwatch. He's like, go.
0: So <laughs> he's like, the fucking timer.
1: He's, he's the game master. And Noel's like, where did you meet your current boyfriend? And Brent Doherty is so villainous here. He's just oozing snake like relish. And Ari's like at a bar. She's almost laughing at his first value. And she's like, did you ever invite Maya St. Germain to any of these parties? Jeez, you're morbid. This is a party, Aria. Ask me how many sexual partners I've had.
0: You notice how like Jenna thing, like, smiles when he says this?
1: Well, it's it's key to point out that Jenna has not actually said anything yet. She won't for mm-hmm. several minutes. Like, she's yeah. not a single time to die. I feel like
0: she has to smile about this because how else are you supposed to react to that? Yeah, She's yeah, like, exactly. eh, I'm smiling, but that's kind of weird. Uh, yeah. And Spencer says, just answer the question. And Noel and says, it, she came to a few. She had an open invite. You ever have sex with your teacher? No, I never had sex with my teacher. Oh, she's so steely. And Noel's just like, bull. And Ari's just like, it's my turn. How do you know Maya? And he says, hot new girl. And she likes the ladies. And Jenna, like, smiles again. And she moves into the De Laurentiis house. Everyone knew Maya. You ever frame anyone for, say, stealing an answer sheets of the midterms? Maybe he had access to a certain teacher. I about like, this is what concerns Noel. Like, he's still yeah. mad about the suspension. His his honor
1: has been besmirched. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. He's like, that wasn't me. Where were you the night, Alison's grave was dug up? <laughs> like, Seriously? Like, Seriously? You're Seriously? asking me that? I don't even know what, I, what night that was. Spencer's like, Friday night for Labor Day. He says, I don't know. I guess I was here. And Eric uh... Khan says, yeah, <laughs> go ahead.
1: I could vouch for that. He came, then showed, and they left.
0: <laughs> the way he kind of like points to Nul and Jenna as he says that. And then uh, showed, and they left. And Jenna's like, you know I can see you now. And was like, thanks, Eric. And Eric is just like, anytime, bro. Like pats him on the knee. <laughs> and Noel Probably says stuff, why don't you tell us all who your boyfriend is and what he did for a living during the first few months of your relationship like he finally like figured out a way that she can't lawyer herself out of the question right uh, and Arya just frowns and Jenna's like it's okay Arya we already know the answer uh like an evil smirk and very delicious sneers and then the watch beeps and Eric's like time Spencer's like you are so next
1: so i partly wonders like has Jenna just completely deflated Noel's whole argument because maybe the sexual partners line or whatever? Like, like Noel wants Ari to to verbally admit it. Well, it's they are just
0: trying out. to embarrass her, basically.
1: But then I, I'm also wondering, like, what the fuck did the college kids think of these these teenagers? No, they're like these teenagers are intense. I mean, we were talking sex tapes and like stealing cars, and now it's like some bodies. chick who's yeah bodies teacher sex
0: well and it's funny because like noel he's like he's obviously the amateur here like he doesn't know how to ask the right questions and so Arya can keep dodging them mm. uh, sure, sure. yeah then cut to outside like you know noel Khan's cabin like the outside party aria is storming away spencer's trying to calm her down and spencer says "Arya, come on talk to me are you okay And Arya says i'm not going back in there i'm sorry but i can't spencer says you do not have to and she sighs Ari says, I cannot believe I let Noel get to me in a freaking game of truth or dare. What is it? Sixth grade? Yeah. Spencer says, not the way they play it. Because <laughs> they play a really weird game where it's just truth. You just tell each other the truth constantly.
1: What is the dare quotient?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know what exactly the game is. Um Spencer says, listen, he did not say anything that could get Ezra into trouble. And Ari's like, didn't I? And Spencer kind of looks away. And Ari's like, what are you thinking? Spencer says, I'm thinking that I know you want to leave, but I have to stay and find out what else they know about that night. And Arya says, what they know or what they did.
1: It's nice to have Spencer back in the fight.
0: Mm-hmm. Spence shakes her head and Cece walks up and she says, there you guys are. Is everything okay, Arya? Things got a little vicious in there. <laughs> oh, the way she says that.
1: And Arya's just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you are so much prettier than Jenna. Honestly, I don't get what the fuss is about. And Arya, a pain smile. She's like, thanks
0: that's a very plastic smile yeah is
1: this before or after Cece called jenna and threatened to claw her eyes out for emily
0: i think it's after fantastic i'm not <laughs> i'm not 100 sure on that it might be before
1: um so dispenser is like oh jenna said she's just about to leave so if you want to get that round in you better go quick
0: and harry's like i'll be fine okay really look i've got a boyfriend on speed dial he can come and get me so go go talk to her and they hug, and Spencer goes back into the party. Well,
1: you know what I, what I love about this is Spencer's worried about Arya. And yet, in a way, Arya's the one kind of abandoning her.
0: Yeah, yeah. I Arya's the Arya, one bailing.
1: Arya, yeah, Arya's leaving. She has a boyfriend she's going to go run off to, and like everything's going to be fine in Arya's world. Spencer's, like, diving right back into the den of vipers where she has no allies.
0: <laughs> Arya didn't even want to come to this thing anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so cut to Ezra's phone ringing. It's Arya calling, of course and then fucking wes fits what's fitzgerald uh picks up the phone and he's like hello and Arya's like ezra and he says uh no sorry it's wes kind of not cool answering somebody else's phone bro
1: and aria says the brother hi it's it's Arya. and he's like oh the girlfriend <laughs> and she's like yeah that's me um sorry where is where is ezra He's like, Oh right. Uh he's sort of being detained at the moment. And she's like, Detained. I love how he's just like not gonna give her a clear answer.
0: Yeah. And detained? he's like,
1: the, the dude who bought the jack called, and Ezra left to meet him. You uh you want me to tell him you called? And Ari's like, Tell him I was wondering if he could pick come and pick me up. I'm like thirty minutes outside of Rosewood and he's like, Oh sure, yeah. Um what's the address? First so, of all, the whole thing is fucking suspicious. Are Ezra left his phone.
0: Well it's like, Wesley, you're a fit's all right.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you weasley fuck <laughs>
1: um so the Marin house is the back porch gazebo area sadly the veranda ashley and like pastor fucking ted are having a romantic dinner and at, at, at she, least she's
0: got the glass of wine in her
1: hand ashley's like sure you're not a saint you just rescued a raccoon of a broken leg which i guarantee you that story was fucking horrible uh, and he's so like it's... that was not about me being a saint that was about me being an idiot that raccoon had rabies
0: and Ashley pretends to laugh and kind of dribbles some wine down her chin. He's just like, "More wine." And well, he's like, like
1: op- "Opportunity, yeah, more wine." Yeah. And Ashley says, "This apple Kennedy own a black dress."
0: <laughs> Ted knows what side Ashley's bread is buttered on. Yeah. And then her phone rings, and we see it's the Rosewood Police Department because, of course, that's in her contacts. Mm-hmm. And she says, "I'm gonna need to take that. I'm sorry." She gets up and goes back to the kitchen to answer, and she says, "Hello." No, I am not fine. I have had enough of you targeting my daughter, Detective Wilden. If you so much as touch one hair on her head. Meanwhile, Ted's just kind of like feeling awkward back on the porch. Caressing the wine bottle. Well, he puts a bottle of wine down as though like, well, guess that's a no. Uh, You know, lady getting called by the cops, a little bit of a buzzkill. Yeah. And then, thankfully, we are back to the party and we yeah. see uh jenna thing is talking to noel con in the game room she says i am telling you noel i am not going to be bullied by spencer hastings again <laughs> which i love this like in spencer's world jenna's like the scary villain mm-hmm. and in jenna's world like spencer and her friends are these mean bullies who constantly make her feel like this the boogeyman yeah yeah and noel's like come on there's got
1: to be a few things you're dying to ask her noel is so into it this mm-hmm. is like the weirdest grossest foreplay and he loves <laughs> it i mean yeah so they're commiserating um you can also see a couple full on making out in the background.
0: Oh yeah. And then uh Spencer comes down to the stairs into the game game room here, and we get this really cool tracking shot that kind of like zooms in on her. Like she's ready to play now. She has this uh, tiniest hint of like a confident smile at the edge of her mouth uh, of her mouth now. And Jetna and Noel like turn in unison, like their best like soap opera evil glares here. Mm-hmm. Spencer struts right up to them and she says, I heard you were leaving. Noel's just like, You heard wrong. Eh, game on i I love how like they like they totally like amp up the drama in the scene with these like dramatic like camera tracks and zooms
1: well i mean different props different setting this is like a western showdown
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um emily's bedroom emily's under bed watching more maya videos i kind of like plot
0: huh i said meanwhile the d plot
1: yeah i kind of like some of the lighting in the nighttime emily bedroom scenes but uh do you want to read maya's
0: uh yeah sure more more ex-girlfriend vlog vlog uh, Maya says i think emily has a very old soul i feel it when i kiss her i can hear clocks all around the world running backwards if reincarnation exists then emily was once cleopatra actually no i think she proves reincarnation is real you can definitely trace her back to the pyramids
1: she's her video she's doing this she's like under like under a blanket, a blanket. For, yeah. yeah and
0: I mean, page saves us all here because there's a knock at the door and page comes in and she sees Emily just like falling to pieces watching this video. She's like, I'm sorry, your mom let me in. Emily just looks guilty and sad.
1: Well, it's like shaft of light is like thrown over Emily's body in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, oh.
0: Paige is like, I've actually been out there for like five minutes. I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. Um uh, then who, we go, who,
1: who doesn't listen to their dead ex girlfriend's like vlogs with like headphones on? God damn, that's loud yeah.
0: too. I mean, like the emotions are all real here and whatnot, but it's just like, We're having so much fun with the con game right now. Yeah. It's like, can we just get back to that?
1: It's it's such a strange juxtaposition. Mm -hmm. Also, I can hear clocks all over the world (laughs) running backwards.
0: Oh, it's like, Maya, you're the worst. (laughs) So Uh, back back to the con game.
1: Yeah. Jenna's up first. She's like, why is your mother defending a murderer? So she's like, because she thinks that Garrett is Garrett's innocent. Maybe Maya's murder is still at large.
0: Well, oh, she kind of looks at Noel when she says that.
1: Yeah. Jenna's like, you don't think it's because you started dating your sister? So she's like, I think you're gonna have to wait your turn. Well, you told us about Emily. You never mentioned that Noel was with you that night. What else did you lie about? And Jenna looks around, like, sees that people are watching her. She sees that Cece is watching her.
0: Cece in particular, I thought that was very interesting.
1: Uh-huh. Jenna leans closer, kinda clears her throat, and she's like you know what mutually assured destruction is, right? You promised me something that day I told you about Emily. Are you going to keep that promise? And I want everyone in the, in the crowd to be like, uh, bullshit. <laughs> yeah. This isn't, this isn't like inside joke, true for dare. And such so as like, where did you find Emily? So Jenna's like, it's funny. I'm starting to wonder where she was when you found her. Ooh. So she says, just answer the question. And Noel's like, we were trying to help your friend, okay? We saw her at a diner drunk off her ass
0: well jenna's but, like glaring at noel for shooting his mouth off here it's like uh, the adults are talking noel
1: yeah yeah seriously
0: noel's brad bramish here
1: yeah it's just like okay so you found her at diner not in the middle of the road and jenna's like well the drunk off her ass part is true you get her that way spencer says no did you and jenna's like no so why did you lie spencer uh, says, that yeah yeah Jenna's like, I lied because I was trying to protect someone. Isn't that why you lied about your parents' lake house? And Spencer looks concerned, and Jenna smiles and laughs. She finally got her cut in. Mm -hmm. She's like, Don't worry. That was rhetorical. This isn't. Where is the video? And Spencer's like, What video do you mean? There is more than one. Mm -hmm. Which I was like, LOL. And I was like, Ew. Um, Jenna's like, You know which one. Where is it? Spencer's like, It's safe. And Jenna's like, Where? So she says, I want to know where Allie's body is. And if you can tell me that, you can have all
0: the damn videos you want. And yes. then, of
1: course, the timer beats. Jenna, say by the bell. Oops. Time's I up. The,
0: I love the way this scene is shot. There's these really great, like, close-ups in profile as they're, like, kind of getting more and more serious. Mm-hmm. Completely talking over the heads of, like, Eric and Noel and, like, everybody else who's watching just wondering, like, what the fuck are these page talking about? Like, secret videos and, like, where's the body and-
1: I would just quietly leave the party now. Yeah. This is scary. It's not gonna go in a good place. Um after
0: the Spencer's commercial Spencer's just like cold winters, but they got a great transit system.
1: Yeah. R right, is outside at the party waiting. Looks like Ezra's car is pulling up. She smiles, she waves, but it's not an Ezra driving, it's Wesley. And he's
0: Wait, like, you know, what? like, hey, hop what, in. One quick thing about that last scene. It is interesting, like you see their their dueling mode is there. They're so paranoid of each other, but for totally different reasons. Hmm. Uh like Spencer's she's kinda of barking up the wrong tree here, I feel like. Like, the, kind of the same way that Noel was. Like, she suspects Jenna has something to do with that night. But really, Jenna's just paranoid about the video and, like, where they are. Yeah. Um, I but, mean, I
1: mean, it, it's because Jenna's always, like, mm-hmm. the like the shadow hanging over them. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, yeah, back to uh, Wes, pulling, Wes pulling up and uh, having uh, Arya hop in there. And she's very suspicious.
1: She's very unimpressed. But, uh, you know, twin theory... Ari and Hannah are both surprised by people driving up, people they were not expecting who want them to hop in. There you go. And Ari is like, well, what are you doing here? And Ezra's like, well, Ezra's really busy. So And she's like, first you take his phone, then you take his car. What's next? You, are Actually, don't answer that. And mm-hmm. she gets in the car and he's like, like following perfectly along with her. He's like, you mind if we grab a bite on the way? And she just, the look she gives him.
0: Well, it's funny how she can be so uh, uh, perceptive about manipulative dudes as long as they're not Ezra. Yeah. Know?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so then we're going to go back to the alley where Caleb is still trying to calm Hannah down. And he says, what about Maya's website? And Hannah says, Caleb.
1: And he said, if we figure out who killed Maya, then we can figure out who A is. Actually, you cannot.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to go down this road with you. Hannah, this could be somebody that you, that's really close
1: to you. Another Mona. Are you prepared for that? Like Ren, psych.
0: Yeah. Caleb, this isn't easy for me either, alright? I have missed you so much. It's making me stupid things, crazy things. Hannah, you're talking to the guy who just kidnapped his own girlfriend,
1: and you know what? For the record, I am gonna help you stop A, and I'm not asking you for your permission.
0: And then they go in for some smooches there and uh they, like kinda shoves her up against a steel girder and they just like have like alleyway sex.
1: Well, yeah, like, the, like pulls off her jacket, and I was like, are they going
0: to fuck in the Dirty City? I mean, I think they do. <laughs> They're headed in that direction.
1: Halo people, there you go. Mm-hmm. There's also, like, this, like, weird guitar riff, like, love
0: theme on the soundtrack. Possibly done by Tyler Blackburn as well.
1: There should have been, like, uh, like the 80s, like, saxophone starts playing here. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> well, then we, uh... You know, it's funny you mentioned the 80s saxophone, because there's, like, some, like, old-school, like, sex uh cinematography imagery coming up later that's, like, totally out of place. Yeah. Um, so we go back to the party. Cece walks out with Eric from, like, the side room, like, laughing and fixing her hair. And she's like, well, figured that out finally. And Eric's just like, oh, man, excuse me? <laughs> and Spencer rushes, like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> I don't know. But it's, like, it's good, like, dialogue to make you think that, like, they had their own beard history and spencer says hey i've been looking or, for you everywhere or i think
1: i want to say that the few things i remember from the first
0: time we tackled
1: this episode was i think we both figured they had just had sex
0: or at least like a little sexual favor or something like that yeah yeah um and so Cece's like oh and uh eric like kind of uses this interruption to bail and he's just like good luck and Cece's like okay like she's kind of like it's very much this, like, you know, we just did something and now you're bailing on me, I feel like, is, like, the, the expression.
1: Well, she's thinking to herself, here are some debts I
0: have to repay later. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. A. <laughs> yeah. And she says, here I am. What's wrong? And Spencer says, what's wrong? Aria left. I don't know anybody at this party. You're my ride and I couldn't find you anywhere. And Cece's like, I was a little preoccupied. And Spencer's had enough. She's like, okay, why did you really bring me here? There's no U Penn guy who works at admissions anywhere in this cabin. Was this just some excuse so you could hook up with Eric? And Cece just laughs at her. It's so condescending and it's like infuriating. And she says, Can I please just have please just have my application back? Cece says, No, you can't. Steven has it. Spencer's like, What? And Cece says, You left the game room after your round with Jenna. Steven showed up for all two minutes, slipped out. I gave him you your application. I told him how smart you are. We had a lovely chat. It's probably in the on time piles. We speak right now. Because that's a real thing that it just happened. Mm-hmm. And Spencer's like, you had a lovely chat with Steven about how smart I am and Cece's like, Yes. It's like she's clearly lying, but Spencer doesn't want to question it because she wants it to be true.
1: She sat she satisfied her initial objective for coming to this this mm-hmm. this night, yeah.
0: And she's like, Okay, can we please just get out of here? And CeCe's like, What? Spencer says, Look, we we both got what we came for, right? Can we please just go? And CeCe says, Yeah, let's go. I mean, in retrospect, it's so obvious that, like, Cece Drake is even shadier than Melissa Hastings. Like, everything but, about her is just huge red flags.
1: So, one of the reasons I, I, I love this episode in retrospect
0: is I ponder
1: to myself, is this one of those moments where Cece realized how much fun it is to fuck with Spencer? Mm-hmm. Like, more so than the others.
0: Yeah, because she's so easy.
1: Yeah, and she's so interesting. She goes in so many different directions. <laughs> times. Yeah. I mean, like the whole story, like, Stephen showed up for all of two minutes and slipped out. Like, it just sounds so <laughs> fake. I know. Uh, so in the in the, the Marin Foyer, uh, now she's on the phone, and she's like, I can't thank you enough, Veronica. Really? Okay.
0: You I should, hope she's been I, on the phone for, like, two hours.
1: Yeah. I, well, you get that sense that it's been a while. Um, mm-hmm. She hangs up, goes in the kitchen. There's Pastor fucking Ted doing her dishes. Rookie like, move, Ted. So I guess it's too late to open the red. He's like, I'm sorry. It's just idle hands. (laughs) Yeah, because he's
0: like drying off her wine glass. Way to go, asshole. Yeah. Then she's like, you're
1: apologizing for cleaning up my kitchen? Please don't. I'm the one who's sorry. I ruined the evening. I guess you must may have gathered that wasn't my divorce. Well,
0: when she says, I ruined the evening, he just nods. God, I hate this guy. Like, this is where you're supposed to be like, oh, no, you didn't. Like, it's yeah. only polite. No, no. You she dick.
1: says, you gather that was my divorce letter. And then he throws it in her face like, I've got one of those. They don't usually call at nine at night asking about blood tests.
0: Way to eavesdrop, Dick.
1: But I can only imagine how happy Ted's wife is to be free of him. Mm-hmm. I say. Oh, yeah. And Then she's like, this deranged cop wants to get Hannah in trouble for something she couldn't have possibly have done. But he's already decided she's a criminal, so who cares about probable cause? And, Pastor fact, Ted's like, sounds like Hannah's going to be okay, though. And Anne's like, or Ashley's like, yeah, thank God. And so she kind of laughs. And so well, she gets me.
0: a little smirk because, like, she just said God around Jesus, bro. Here,
1: yeah, but she's—he's gonna like rub at her fucking face even more. And he's just like, when you left the church social that night,
0: which can we can we
1: flash back real quick to uh, <laughs> Toby. Toby making the face yeah. at the nerds,
0: just growling at the nerds?
1: <laughs> he's like, when you left the church social that night, it was it because you thought I might judge you for I don't know being human? And she's like. I'm not a saint. And he's like, uh,
0: You're the best kind of sinner, Ash.
1: You know police officers aren't the only ones who make assumptions about people. Just because a man has been ordained. <laughs> it was really wonderful seeing you. He is, like, going to make her feel... He's basically negging her.
0: Yeah, he gets his jacket. He's ready to go. He goes in for a kiss, and she pulls back and hesitates a little, which you should have gone with your gut there, Ashley. But I, Then I, she, I, she lets him kiss her. Uh, there are no sparks here.
1: No, no, I misread that. I, I read that differently. I think he was going to kiss her cheek. And she was turning to say,
0: you kiss me here. Yeah, I can kind of see that, too. I mean, Ted. uh, Which
1: is sadder. I don't understand what the moment the moment she says coffee sounds great. I was just like, Ashley, I don't know who you are.
0: Yeah. Um, And then we get the uh, the rack focus to like these two candle flames burning in the foreground, which is. Like code for sex, but there's no way these two are banging. I mean, as,
1: as this weird acoustic love theme starts swelling, like it's something out of seventh heaven,
0: which mm-hmm. uh, I feel like two seconds later, Ted's just like, all right, I'm gonna go. Or, or
1: should I pop my blue pill now?
0: <laughs> it's for everyday use. He's... Sometimes you don't have time to take a pill or go to the bathroom. God, I watched football this morning. That fucking commercial played like five times. I
1: just wonder, like, sometimes when he's like walking up and down that block outside the church to ask people, "Hey, what brings you my neck for the woods?" Mm-hmm. Is he just sometimes like limping because he's taking his pill constantly?
0: The... Yeah. So we go back into the car with Wes and Arya. Uh, Wes looks like he's fourteen years old, so clearly not of interest to Arya. Yeah, she's trying to look pensive, and he says, "Even though
1: he he's." Her age, at least, maybe mm-hmm. older? Nah, I guess, I guess he
0: couldn't Probably the same age.
1: But she's a senior, so he couldn't really. Yeah.
0: He says, I think we got off on the wrong foot. I'm a really nice person. <laughs> <laughs> or he says, You didn't give Ezra the message, did you?
1: Well, how could he have?
0: Yeah. He says, If you were going to wait uh, for him to get you, you'd have been waiting all night. I was just trying to help. Because, you know, you make deals to buy Jags in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. Mm hmm. And Ari says, yeah, like you were trying to help out with the car, and now you're trying to help your mom get him to buy it back. And Wes is like, yeah, I know my family must seem really weird and dysfunctional. And Arya's like, no, I get dysfunctional. I have dysfunctional. You people are hostile. You're throwing money around. I mean, these are people's real lies. You know that, right? And Wes says, so he told you about Maggie? And mm-hmm. Arya perks up. Clearly not, but she doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And Wes just expositions here. He says... I didn't even find out until recently. I was pretty young when it happened. Ezra gets her pregnant, wants to do the right thing. Then my mom shows up with her magic purse strings. Whoosh, there goes the problem. And Harry's like, what do you mean there goes the problem? And he's completely oblivious. He's like, mom made sure, you know, she took care of it.
1: is well, stunned face like, you can't do that on network TV.
0: <laughs> he finally looks over and is like, Ezra didn't tell you about that, did he? And Harry's like, no, he did not. I mean, be honest, Wes. You were sent here by your mother to make sure Arya heard this story.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And Arya's like, is there any way you could try this thing a little bit faster, please? And she's just shocked and stunned now. <laughs> then we go to the D-plot. Emily's room. She stopped crying. Talking to Paige on the bed. Emily says, I'm sorry. <laughs> this isn't the way I wanted tonight to go. I Like, so Paige was supposed to come over, right? And then she... Just got all sad. I think that's the implication here.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know at all.
0: I uh, think I think she said something to Hannah earlier about Paige coming over later.
1: That's right. Yeah, they were going to meet up later. Um, And now she's spent this whole date yeah. like, talking about... And says,
0: I shouldn't have put this all on you. I just found out about her website. This is the first time hearing her voice.
1: So, Do you want to yeah. read this page part? Sure, sure. So, so Paige... <laughs> so Paige, i think is smart enough to know that you can't she can't really comment on maya like but mm-hmm. so she talks about her own story you know the, to relate like my grandfather passed away when i was 15. he had this outrageous sense of humor i mean he would do anything for a laugh last spring my mom was cleaning out the basement she found this old home video my dad had brought her a camera for christmas everyone was passing around and being silly by the time it got to my grandpa alan he just mooned the camera they both start laughing and she's like we're talking 70 year old man butt, full frame and there was a tattoo. And Emily's like laughing. Oh, my God, stop. And Paige is like, it was a tulip. And Emily's like, oh, that's amazing. And Paige is like, yeah. And they just burst out laughing. That sound. It was like he was in the room. It was spooky, actually.
0: But also really good. Also really good. Yeah. So Paige they, crawls yeah. over to sit next to Emily. And Emily kind of leans into her. And Paige strokes her hair. And Emily says, I don't want it to keep hurting. Paige just kind of kisses her head. And they cuddle. I think from now on, whenever I have to, like, talk to somebody who's grieving and I'm expected to dis- display some human emotion, I'm just going to pass off Paige's grandpa story here as my own. It's mm. like it's like the perfect story to just, like, get you through that moment. You know,
1: would you change any details or just verbatim? No,
0: just verbatim.
1: <laughs> We're talking seven year old man, but full frame. And there was and a tattoo. tattoo. People are like, oh my God, stop. Yeah, I can I see it. I can see yeah. you doing this. I would love to see you doing this. We need to find you a grieving person now. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Ezra's place. Monster. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Ezra's there unlocking the door. Like, he's just gotten back. Aria comes around the corner and sees him. She's in confrontation mode. She's like, good, you're back. And he's like, hey, I left my phone inside
0: <laughs> on purpose so he couldn't be in contact with me. And Arya's like, yeah, I know. I called you for a ride and Wes picked up. He told me about Maggie. I love how she's boom right out with it.
1: Well, he's just like sigh. Like, it's rough, man. Having to tell your high school girlfriend about the girl you impregnated back when you were in high school. And he's still like, yeah, come inside. And she's like, I can't. He's like, you can't? And she's like, I need to know what happened. And So indignantly, Esther's like, <laughs> well, I can't believe that Wes would tell you that in the first. And she's like, he thought I knew Ezra. He thought we were the kind of people who told each other things. And so did I, even though I lied to you constantly. Mm-hmm. So I need to hear the truth from you right now and i was this is what i'm telling you i was so wrong because i thought you really didn't see the duplicitous
0: always scheming side of ezra until the book mm. but it's here well you see him like a couple times he like he's about to speak and then he hesitates you can see him like he's trying to figure out how he can frame this well he's like and what's he, he the keeps, version yeah
1: yeah, Arya sees but she sees that. She sees it in his face and she gasps because that's there's the monster there. And she starts to mm-hmm. storm off and he chases after her. And just imagine how much Ezra's neighbors
0: hate him. Yeah. He's
1: always sneaking his high school <laughs> girlfriend over and then having fights of her loudly in the hallways at night.
0: Wait, no, Ar- Arya? Arya? Wait. Right, I have lied about her. a
1: lot of things.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh Jesus. He got
0: someone pregnant in high school? Yeah, <laughs> the like, yeah. neighbors are just like, oh boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's like Technically it was the summer after graduation.
0: All right, says, Maggie, what happened? And he's like, My mom happened. Because now it's all about Ezra and yeah. his tragedy. And Arya nods, like he can see the gear spinning. It's like she she wants this not to be the disaster she thought it was. She's trying to rationalize it. Mm. And he sa- Ezra says, She and I always saw things differently for as long as I can remember. But I was scared. Maggie was scared. We thought she could help. I told her about Maggie and she said that she'd she'd handle it. 18 years old and pregnant. Here's this woman telling you how it's going to be. And Ari's like, your mom offered her money. Ezra says, choose the term to keep me on track. And that didn't include me becoming a father at 18. Ari's like, wow. And Ezra's like, that's one word for it. I was going to go to Vassar, but then suddenly that became too close to home. So I transferred to Hollis and I became a Fitz. And Ari says, and Maggie? Ezra says, there were terms involved with the money. They included never talking to me again. He and he's just like, please come inside, please. And she stares at him for a while and makes him sweat. Then she relents and says, okay. So she walks past him. And it's like he's, he knows how close he just came there. You know, like breathe a sigh of relief.
1: So if the Maggie story was true, exactly as it was laid out there, as, as her supposedly thinks it is, then I feel worse for Maggie. Because not only is she going through the same thing, but she's the one who's bought off and left alone. And, mm-hmm. and discarded for money. And this is um, Ezra's tragedy. But Ezra makes it about himself. He's in this predatory relationship with Arya, telling her about another young woman that his horrible family occurred to, mm-hmm. making the villain of the story another woman, his mother, partially because he he knows that'll play with Arya. Like, that's one of the things that always strikes me about the patriarchal villains of PLO they have they have their versions of the of the story the reasons and they they'll tell you these horrible things because you'll buy them like like uh like sarah harvey said like this is what happens to little girls it's like that that way that society's told you this it's gonna be is that how
0: she says it or does she say like this is what happens to little girls
1: (laughs) it's exactly that oh i can't wait to have her back on the show
0: um anyway Uh, by the way uh unrelated uh Brand Doherty went as uh, like Clark Kent slash Superman last night for Halloween. I thought you liked that.
1: Oh, that's amazing. That mm-hmm. is really getting to the heart of the dichotomy of <laughs> Brand Doherty.
0: <laughs> so then uh, I think it's a time for some more Tyler J. Blackburn yeah. jam, uh, jam montage here. Yeah. Spencer's taking off her earrings at home. She's kind of staring out the window.
1: Can we, can we talk about the lyrics?
0: I mean, we we gave
1: so much time to Maya's fucking lyrics. Let's talk about some real, like, poetry. The stars are shining in your eyes. Well, all the wreckage lays a burn. Could we find a place beyond the light? I'll be here when you return.
0: Wow. So Spencer... Tell me gets- that's
1: not better than all the clocks are running backwards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're Cleopatra reincarnated. Uh, Spencer gets out her phone and dials and she says, Hey, um, I just called to say I miss you. I'm worried about you. I just really miss you. And she hangs up. I mean, and is great in the scene and all, but I think what re- it's really the Tyler Blackburn song "Find a Way" available on iTunes that elevates it to the next level emotionally. And she puts a palm on I, her forehead I, I and closes think, her eyes.
1: I think that you're not discounting the fact that like she's not having to play off of Toby.
0: That's true. Uh, so her email chimes and she gets up and goes so, over.
1: Oh, chime too.
0: Yeah, email from UPenn Admissions. They got the application. They totally wanted to let her know in the middle of the night on a weekend. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This email probably has like a virus embedded in it or something. Spencer,
1: this is a little suspicious.
0: (laughs) Just a little bit. It's like, it's one o'clock in the morning on Saturday and you, Penn, got my admissions. That's real. Stephen had to rush back (laughs) to
1: the office. Yeah. They put it on that on-time pile.
0: Yeah. But now she's a little happy and hopeful. You know, she gasps and cries a little bit. Um, and then it's time for the A tag.
1: Yep. yep We see th- there is so much character in this A tag. I am fascinated by it because it's like what forty-five seconds of screen time.
0: They really want you to know this lady's a crazy cat lady. <laughs> they really
1: do. She's a landlady at the desk. She's Mrs. Pillsbury, according to her nameplate. Her nameplate talk-
0: has a little cat on it too. Yeah. She's
1: talking to A or or you know whoever POV camera thing. A is looking as she's looking for something she can't find. Just a moment, dear. I should be right here. I think you'd be happy with the unit um she's looking around at all the fucking cat pictures there's a cat sleeping on a pillow in the corner there's like a we see a black loves picks up a like, little cat figure off the desk <laughs> um miss pilbury says as long as you pay on time you won't be hearing from the landlord much either oh it should be here oh here we are and then she holds up like a key with a little like a uh, tag thing on it she's like unit a right shall we
0: <laughs> yeah and uh, she gets up and so A's getting an apartment now, um, I guess there was some debate about who this was.
1: It's um, either CC Mona or Toby.
0: <laughs> so hold on, I'm just like checking some videos. So why don't you uh, fill some airtime here?
1: Um, but this is the room, if I remember correctly, where Spencer is later talking about there is a door, and if I if what yeah. I think is behind it, yeah, with Miles Corbin.
0: So I'm just checking the tags because I think this is CC because I think later on Pretty Eyes gets the key. From Cece in the diner. Okay. Let me just uh, see here. Yeah, that that's what I'm going with. I think it's probably Cece setting it up and then like Toby's been recruited so that he can be there. Okay. Just guessing. Makes sense to me. So yeah, that was the episode. That was the con game. Fun episode. Mm-hmm. I mean the the null con like Aria, Jenna, Spencer, like all that stuff is just so top-notch. And he got uh, "Find a Way" by Tyler Blackburn, I, International I'm, Family Records Incorporated.
1: I'm kind of amazed. Uh, do you want to put like a, a link to buying it on our <laughs>
0: website? <laughs> you can I'm, get his EP on iTunes, four ninety nine.
1: I'm kind of amazed that like they haven't worked in more of his music. I wonder, like, is that like a trickery slip? Because like then you have to work in everyone's music. Yeah,
0: yeah. I feel like it's like w- when it's a key of moment you kind of need it you know yeah it's like when the inspiration strikes he writes a song
1: i i don't know why tyler blackburn and keegan Allen haven't like formed a super group oh they both are like musical geniuses like mm-hmm. i think that would be i mean i feel like you're guaranteed some record sales there if nothing else just the plo demographic they look like rock stars right
0: <laughs> is toby or is keegan Allen gonna wear that outfit from that like like, Ferrari summer movie or whatever that is. Can
1: we talk about the fact that Keegan Allen King went Cobra as Bane?
0: <laughs> oh, his <was> Bane costume. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Shane Mitchell went as Poison Ivy. Yeah. Mandy Lyon went as, uh, what's-her-face, Uh, Harley Quinn. I feel like there's a strong Batman vibe there.
1: There's a strong Batman vibe I, I would love to hear, like, Keegan Allen doing Bane voice.
0: I'm not even going to attempt that.
1: Well, perhaps he's wondering why you would kill a man. Why am I on an airplane?
0: It would be extremely painful for you.
1: (laughs) Spencer, when Rosewood is in ashes, then you have my permission to die.
0: Victory has defeated you. Peace has cost you your strength. You fight like young man with nothing held back. Admirable, but mistaken. (laughs) You do this all night.
1: And then the Caleb Batman voice. Yeah. Uh where uh Hannah's uh, like, Caleb, you don't know this city either. You've given them everything. No, not yet.
0: <laughs> okay, uh some reviews to mention. Uh we've we've got a few since the last time we, we run these down. Thanks to uh Girl, seven seven seven, Nets Kirk and Nick eighty-four, uh K Barilla, ESB Linus, Jazusaur, Sim Freak, Stacy May Three. And then in Canada, thanks to Savannah, Mumby. In the UK, thanks to Super Rad. And in Australia, thanks to Miss Doorbell. Uh, thanks to all of them. Really appreciate any reviews or ratings we get in iTunes. We are up to 200 five-star ratings in iTunes right now. That's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, what are we, at pl 2 on the Twitter? Mm-hmm. Our website page is broswatchpl 2com What do you got for us, Marco?
1: uh just thanks to everyone uh so on headcanon we just finished harry potter uh yeah we're About to start the hunger games yeah
0: mm. sorry uh, i'm like gonna have to try one. really hard to be nice about the hunger games
1: we don't like the first one especially i think we're a little more positive about the second one <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> enjoy like the, the, the first books. two books
0: yeah but yeah um just if, in case you didn't realize, we have this other podcast called Headcanon where we talk about movie franchises. So, if you're into that, I'm sure you can find it in your Dude. favorite podcast application, unless it's Stitcher, in case you won't.
1: Um, so, we still have, like, feels like 17 months until PLO returns. Do we want to do another one of these episodes?
0: Well, there's a, like, special coming up in a few weeks. But, yeah, I mean, we probably have time for at least one more
1: now, Um do we want to pick one or do we want to have people pick one for us?
0: Um how would we have people pick one for us? I feel like we just like get to suggestions for like ten different episodes. Um,
1: I would I would just say find us on social media, pick an episode from the first two and a half seasons.
0: Yeah, like first first like after three like when we get into three B, I think we started doing them pretty much like we do them now, so it's probably not much value in us revisiting those.
1: But, um, you know, and we'll just we'll just tally people's suggestions and whichever one after, I don't know, a certain period of time is the most.
0: Yeah, we'll uh, tally them all up and then we'll do S2E24 anyway. Just kidding. <laughs> Actually, it should be S2E25. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the con game. Thanks for listening. Just, you know, checking in in the off Mm hmm. Thanks to uh Cabernet and a who always managed to like mention us. And I listen to the podcast like two weeks later. So I, I never have time to respond without it being weird.
1: Uh, I'm a little behind myself. I'm very intrigued to hear about
0: Turkish PLL. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I don't know. Is that, did they do like, is it an ongoing show or is it just like a, a quick little like mini series or something? I'm not sure.
1: Two questions about Turkish PLL. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. it still going? Is it still happening? Um, are they hiring? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel I think like you, you
0: might need to speak uh, the local language.
1: I don't think I would No. Um, if you're out there, Turkish, I, Marlene King, mm-hmm. we're available.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we'll be back, uh, you know, a month or so, probably. We'll see. Yeah. You never know what happens, but yeah. uh, if you want to hear us continue to ramble on about stuff, check out ha- headcanon. Until then, bye-bye. Bye.